Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's our number two shift change. Matt Harkins has just left the building, and Joel Nelson is here for the rest of this show and all throughout the afternoon. And again, a reminder to you, we have Pirate Baseball at 1 o'clock right here. Henry Davis bats third and will catch today. I hope he catches a lot of innings. They need to do a lot of that in the preseason. They should have done it last year in the regular season. And with the injury to Andy Rodriguez, they got to find things out. Later today, it's Pitt and Virginia Tech, 5 o'clock pregame right here on The Fan. It's a 5.30 tip-off at the Peterson Event Center, and I dare say it's a must-win for Pitt. And I would believe next Tuesday at Clemson is also one of those after they lost at Wake Forest the other night. Fan Text Line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And Fan Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Our show brought to you by Number One Cochrane. Ride in style. Shop 24-7. Expressway at Cochrane.com. Tune in to the Number One Cochrane Sports Showdown tomorrow night, 1135 on KDKA. On the program tomorrow will be Jeff Athorn, Colin Dunlap, and Mr. Graves from the Associated Press. So we have all that for you tomorrow at 11.35 after the late news. And uh, our show is also sponsored by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, they got your back, not your wallet. Ireland contracting home of the sports call nightly on KDK Plus and right here on The Fan. And, of course, Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone's talking about. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Penguins. I still want to take your calls on what they should do with the trade deadline and what you would expect in a trade for Jake Gensel if it does happen or anybody else they could move. I also want to get into this uh, Justin Fields situation because Chicago ends up with a number one pick. They have him. He's due a $23.2 million fifth-year option if you bring him in, which is why I think if you're looking for a reason the Steelers shouldn't do this, that's probably it because it would do two things. Number one, if you bring him in, he has to start. There's no way he's a backup. If you're going to find out what you get and you give up assets to get him, he has to start. Um, so that means Kenny Pickett, whatever you're thinking about him, that would not take place. Uh, and there are a lot of teams, actually, who should be in the market for a guy like Justin Fields. Um, you know, when you look at it, um, the Washington, here's a team that's not really mentioned a lot, but the Washington Commanders, right? They're the second overall pick they have. Now, if you look at their team, you'll see that they have Sam Howe, a quarterback, Okay, Sam Howe, is he, is, he, is he the guy they want to build around? He had a pretty good year. I will give him that. But if you could bring in a Fields with you know what you already have on that roster, which is Terry McLaren, a 1,000-yard receiver, which is Jahan Dotson, a kid from Penn State, which is Curtis Samuel, and if you 
trade because you have a lot of picks coming up after that. You you can actually get Fields to be in that or not. Or you stay at number two and you bring in another quarterback and you just you know try to whoever that is and use the guys you have. They have Brian Robinson uh, on their team. is a pretty good running back. Another team that people mention a lot is Atlanta. They have uh, Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter, a quarterback. Zach Robinson is their new offensive coordinator, a guy who was mentioned here originally. They have talent, too. Drake London's a good receiver. Kyle Pitts, they didn't use him enough at tight end. This is Arthur Smith's offense from last year. But if they make a trade for Fields, you know, they can certainly help themselves as well. They have the eighth overall pick. They may have to trade that to get it. And Chicago, uh, you know, can can do some things then. They're going to have a lot of picks to, to, to kind of reshape their offensive roster. So a lot of that going on, and we'll see. Again, I only bring this up because it's a kind of a rare situation for the Steelers. You kind of need quarterback help. And if it's not Mason Rudolph, you're going to have to sign somebody. And you have an opportunity to bring in guys who have big resumes, like Cousins, like Wilson, even Garoppolo, if you want to throw him in there. But you also have an opportunity to make a trade that may not cost you as much as you thought for a guy like Fields. Are you missing opportunities that don't normally present themselves at 412-928-9370? Let's go to Guy in California kicking us off this hour. Hello, Guy. How are you? Hi, Bob. How you doing? Hey, listen, to, to channel my inner badger, Bob, it's a great day for hockey. Yes, it I is, mean, and it will be tomorrow if they beat the Flyers, because you always want to beat the Flyers. <laughs> I'll be quick here. Just You know, the, the last 28 games for the Pens, obviously, are going to be interesting. Just one little interesting stat, and then I'll talk about the, the Pens. It's crazy that two players, Ovechkin and, and Toronto's Matthews, born on the same day, a little more than a decade apart, are still in a goal-scoring conversations. Obviously, Ovechkin to catch up with Gretzky. He's 56 goals behind. And Matthews, he's on a tear. He may end up um, ending up in the top 10 scores, season goal scores of all time. But going back to the Penguins, you know, when you look at the, the goals for and goals against, you know, the Penguins plus 14. I mean, it's obviously behind the other teams, but when you look at anyone else who's number seven in their division, it's remarkable. In the Atlantic division, Canadians minus 45. The Central. Everyone's minus minus except the Penguins, right? Yeah, and then the Ducks are minus 53. The Pens, last point, why they got themselves in this predicament is they lost too many intra-divisional four-point games either losses or, or loss in overtime. And that, I think, made broke their season for them. And when you get rid of Gensel, Gensel what you're basically saying is we're tearing this down and beginning again. No, that's not, not what so that's, sure that's that's not what he said. He, he said he's not in the mood for a rebuild, which leads to an interesting situation then, right, uh, Guy? How do you do it without rebuilding? What do you do? How do you – get prospects in here how do you do that in the short term because you still want to compete with these guys they have well the, the problem is i think everyone's under the delusion you'll trade gensel and you'll get someone of a, you know, a high caliber player who's younger it doesn't work that way i mean the the other managers in the leagues aren't stupid either yeah and, but, but but if there's a bidding war for a guy who can make i i think as a rental player if you're even if you don't have an intention of signing him long term if you're a team that you believe because you know teams want to win championships. They're hard to come around. If you're a team that believes that you could win, and Gensel, can, he's a proven goal scorer, especially in the playoffs, right? Why wouldn't you want to have him, even if you have to give up more than you want because and, and not sign him? You don't, you don't have to sign him. You can if you want, but you don't have to. There are teams out here who could use a Jake Gensel to try to win a championship. 
I, I agree with you, Bob, the fact that teams could use Gensel, but I'm saying what the Penguins will get in return. Should be should worth. be better than you think, I bet. If, if there are three teams that want to get him because they need a goal scorer, okay, you don't think the price can go higher? You can demand, you could play that game if you're Kyle Dubas? I think you can. Jim Rutherford did a lot. Well, I'll sign you up for GM. Well, th- thank you again. Bob. All right. Thank no, you. I appreciate it, guy. I know what you're saying. He's at the end of a contract, so that hurts you in terms of value potentially. But if you're a team, say, like, I don't know, St. Louis Blues who need some scoring – Nashville Predators, they're, they're on a, you know, they need to get in. Uh, a team like the Carolina Hurricanes even. Um, you know, they're, they're a good team, but they fall short year in and year out, and it seems like they lack scoring at critical times. There are teams that could use Jake Gensel to try to push toward a championship. That's all I'm saying. And because there are many, there could be a little bit of a bidding war going on, which could drive that price up. 412-575-2600 is not the number. It's 41, that's the sports call. See, I got numbers on my mind, Joel. 412-928-9370. Let's go to Carol in Clinton, who joins us right now. Hey, Carol, how are you? Hey, Bob, that was a pretty good... Um... I'm, next time I'm going to give you my cell phone number. I know it. It's going to happen over the air. <laughs> but you you really uh, regrouped on that right in the middle of it. You went, that's not the number. That was really good. <laughs> hey, I want to talk about Henry Davis. You know, his he's only he was only in the minors for, what, three years or something, and he spent a lot of time on the injured list, and he was injured last year when he came up here. He was injured toward the end of the season. So I hope he's not one of those. Well, I mean, I expect number one overall pick to be up here sooner than later, and he's, it's taken some time, and we're still not absolutely sure what he's going to end up doing. And that's a concern to me. Normally when you get a number one overall pick, you satisfy two needs, the bat, and, and it's a guy who's at a position that you need sore, uh, sorely beset with a need for a catcher. And they needed it. Now, Right. And, and that goes to pre-draft scouting and what went wrong there if, he, if it turns out that he can't catch. I, th- I think he can catch. I don't know if he's going to be as good as anyone like Andy Rodriguez. He, but if he can hit, you can at least get him back there a few times a week, you know, to put other people in the outfield. If he has to play right field, that limits a lot of other potential bats, I think, that could be available in the outfield. I, I don't know. We'll see. I, the he bottom line is they should have done right this field. last year. No, he didn't. And he mm-hmm. should have done this last year more. Of, I'm still not sure why they didn't do that. Yeah, they're they're because they don't know what the hell they're doing. That's why. <laughs> Thanks, Carol. <laughs> okay. uh, you sum it all up. All right. Appreciate that. Let's go out to Flash. Uh, who joins us in Munhall? What's up, Flash? Hey, Bob. A lot of times I don't I don't disagree with you, but uh, on the quarterback situation for the Steelers, I I disagree. I really disagree. You know, we got a good one-two punch. I'm telling you, we do. And I don't care what anybody says. Mason Rudolph is going to be a good or better quarterback. He's going to be a great quarterback if they give him the chance. To play the whole Boom. season. That's what you just said. If they give him the chance, do you think they're motivated well, to do that? Well, I, I, I have nothing against Kenny, okay? But he just doesn't want to get in that pocket and move up. But Mason Rudolph is the answer, I'm telling you. Well, they have time, exclusive time to sign him before he ever gets to free agency if they want to do it. We'll I don't see. Want we'll see what... I don't want Wilson. I don't want any of these bums from Chicago. I don't want Richards. Can have him for your birthday. I don't want him. We got two good ones. All right, so you get a third one in it. Well, let me ask you this, Flash. What about 
What about a guy like Fields? You say retreads. He's not. He's 24 years old. He's actually younger than no, Kenny I don't, Pickett. I don't, I, don't wanna, I don't want somebody else's problem. No. I don't know if he's a problem. He's just he's a no, guy. Whatever. I don't I don't want anybody but Mason and Kenny. Let it go. They're going to be good. All right. One... Congratulate, congratulations to Mitch, Mitch Keller. He deserves that $75 million. All right, well, we'll see how that goes. I know there's going to be a market for Justin Fields. Thanks for the call, Flash. Uh, Denver's another team to not mention, but Sean Payton, I don't know if he Justin Fields fits over there. Although I have to say, Justin Fields played a game against Denver this year in which he threw four touchdown passes. Now he had some turnovers also, and that's the one thing about him that he does a lot. He turns the football over. But that was a mess of an organization in Chicago. You know, you could look at him a lot of different ways. Uh, raw talent in a good system, what that could be like. If the asking price is a third or second round pick, would you be willing to do it? Should you do it? Again, these opportunities like this don't come around too often. Chicago's in it because they have Carolina's number one pick. And so they can redo that position or they could build around Justin Fields. I still wouldn't be surprised if they keep him and build around him and bring in Marvin Harrison. They they can do a lot of stuff and become a very viable offense pretty quickly. 412-928-9370. Let's go to Tom in Oakmont, who joins us right now on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hey, Tom. Hey, Bob. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Bob, this is an alternate way of looking at the uh, Penguins' uh, roster construction. Uh, I, I think Carlson is a proven player. I, I don't think he has to pr- uh, prove a hell of a lot. But I would look at uh, trading uh, Latang and keeping Carlson because Latang might have a high trade value. And uh, uh, that'd be another way of do- doing things, possibly. Well, first of all, your first statement about Carlson hasn't had to prove anything. Yes, he has. Uh, he has not proven to be what they thought he could be for this power play. Well, he can't. He can't play with Latang. I, th- I think that's the only thing he proved here. But I think he's uh, his his history is he's a good player, and I think Latang might have a uh, could be have a high trade value, and it may it may mix the bloodline up there a little bit. You know. Yep. Thanks, Tom. But yeah, I, w- thank you. I will say this though that uh, you know when you're getting up there in age, these guys are all. I don't know what the asking price should be. I don't know what people would be willing to give. And the other thing is, you're dealing with a no trade clause. They have 12 guys on their team who have either partial or full trade clauses. It's hard to move people once you give them that. One of the clause. That's one of the clauses I hate in sports. That that was introduced by agents and owners. Once you go down this road, you, it limits everything you can do. As a general manager, you're stuck. You can't do it. If he says no or any of them, whether it's him or anyone else in the, in the NHL or whoever has these kind of clauses, they can just say no. We have a great place. This, this is going to help you. You'll move. No, I'm not going. And it ruins it. 412-928-9370. Steve, also in Oakmont, which is the home of the U.S. Open next year, 2025, coming back to Oakmont. What's up, Steve? Hey, Bob, and the Oakmont Bakery, which is delicious. Yes, sure yeah, you- there you go. But you know what? I, it's it's like once you go in there, man, it's addictive. It's very hard. Hey, I wanted to talk about the draft. Um, I was hoping that the Steelers would go after uh, one of these corners and kind of follow the Kansas City model where you have two shutdown corners with Porter Jr. and a first-round pick. Uh, I think that would really help our defense, our aging defense. It seemed to really help them get a better pass rush even with coverage. And then I hope we go offensive line. Another name I want uh, you to think about quarterback, Tennessee, Joe Milton. Uh, Pitt fans will remember. Yeah. I know you've seen him play. I think if we could draft him, sit him a year, he'll be available after the hopefully the third round, definitely the second. But sit him for a year, uh, just a name to remember, Joe Milton, Tennessee. 
Yeah, very productive guy. There are a lot of guys in this. Um, you know, Spencer Rattler's a guy that people bring up quite a bit. Um, and those guys, if they are drafted, they won't get a chance here right off the bat. So that's something that you have to consider when you're trying to win now and you still have an older team defensively that you want to try to win now. I don't know if that's the right way to go, but, um, you know, it all starts to me. This whole domino effect starts with what Mason Rudolph will do. He has the opportunity to be in the driver's seat. The Steelers will come to him with an offer. I know that will happen. Whatever that offer is, he'll say either yes or no, and he may want guarantees. But how do you get a guarantee that you're going to get a legitimate chance to start? You know, I don't know that you can get that. And maybe if that's what he wants, you got to survey all the rest of these NFL teams. Where is a better opportunity than here, actually, to have that opportunity to start? I don't know. You know, will the Raiders do it? The Raiders may want uh, Justin Fields. You know why? Because um, uh, Luke Getze was their wasn't he? He was their offensive coordinator, right? Am I thinking right? Of Chicago, and now he's the offensive coordinator with. Uh, Antonio Pearson in Vegas. Maybe they're going to want him and maybe make a trade. But the point is, is Aiden O'Connor, if they don't, Aiden O'Connor, could Mason Rudolph go there and be a starter? Maybe. Larry in Apollo is next up right here on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hey, Larry, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Bob? I'm great, thanks. I'm calling about the offensive line. To me, it changed probably during the time that that uh, uh the other quarterback was in when we lost the three games in a row. Broderick Jones seemed to have taken over control of the offensive line right around the time Mason was coming in. The combination of him gelling, we've got a left guard, we definitely need a center. How many drives were ruined by a hike at the quarterback's ankles, even for Mason, even for Travinsky, okay? You can't do that. Third and two, third and three, you've had two first downs, and the quarterback gets the ball at his ankles, and he has to throw it away because it's a blitz, and you got to play to beat that blitz. You can't do it. The drive stalls. You know, the offensive coordinator's gone. you got to revamp the offensive line, and the one guy that called a little bit ago, we got our two quarterbacks as far as I'm concerned. They're good enough. All right, well, we'll find out. I do think their offensive line now with Mason Coles out of there, they got to get a center, so they'll probably draft. I would not be surprised if the first two – you know, this is funny how this goes. People want skill positions. I get it. Uh, but if you're in a position where they're drafting, I don't know how many offensive skill positions you can get to immediately satisfy your needs. You're going to take an offensive tackle. They're going to take offensive linemen here early in this, off, in this draft, and I believe often, uh, because that's where it all starts. I think that's what they want to improve. Now, if they don't get a center, James Daniels can play there. He has. Um, they have Herbig's brother, who I don't know what he can do at center, but they're gonna have, they got to draft a center at some point. And maybe maybe you just take another tackle and you move more to Garden and Daniels to center. I don't know what they do, but they're gonna have to figure that out. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. We are due for a break. Want to thank our sponsors once again, beginning with number one Cochran Shop twenty four seven with Expressway Cochran dot com. Yes, number one Cochrane Sports Showdown every Sunday night, 1135 KDKA. Tune in for that, including tomorrow night. Also, PNC Bank. Make today the day and check out their virtual wallet. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensboro. You want a great place to go hang out on the weekends or weekdays? You can you can make it casual dining. You can make it uh, you know fine dining. They do both there. They have outdoor fire pits, great brunches, all sorts of monitors to watch games at Iron Rock Tap House. Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. On KDK Plus and right here on The Fan on most nights, as well as Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet. We'll take a break. Brian in Pittsburgh, you'll be first up when I return right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the program, everyone. The Pirates will play their first Grapefruit League game today. And you'll hear it right here on The Fan beginning uh, right after my program at 1 o'clock. Later today, we have Pitt and Virginia Tech, a must-win for the Panthers. That pregame begins at 5 Tip off at 5.30 at the Peterson Event Center. As far as the Pirates, here's your lineup today in case you were wondering. Uh, G1 Bay leading off playing second base. Will he be the second baseman um, every day or will they go for a guy like Triolo who will bat second today and play third base? Henry Davis bats third, his catcher. You got Smith and Jigman right field batting cleanup. They just picked him back up off waivers from Seattle. Oliveris at left field batting fifth. Edward Oliveris was a free agent signing. Lamb at first base, Williams at shortstop, McKinney, another offseason acquisition, and Celestino, who I don't know, is your designated hitter. 412-928-9370, back to the lines. We begin with Brian in Pittsburgh. Hello, Brian. What's up? Hey, Bob. How you doing, buddy? Good. What's going on? Hey, man, I'm not sure uh, where your take is and what your stance is on the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh, if they should – Stay with Kenny or go out and, and get somebody. I'm I personally leaning towards Justin Fields. At least he has shown, um, in my opinion, more than Kenny has. And you know, when you hear Bradshaw making his comments and putting all this stuff around Kenny, I mean, I I think the skill position group around Kenny, a lot of quarterbacks in this league would take and thrive with. And to me, unless somebody can teach him how to process faster and teach him some courage to stand in that pocket, I don't know if he's the long-term solution. I mean, I'm just interested in hearing your thoughts, Bob. Thanks, Brian. I don't know that you can teach courage. You know, courage is courage. You either have it or you don't have it. If you're going to not stay in the pocket long enough, it leads to some problems. Um as far as – to me, I've seen things from Kenny Pickett that intrigue me. Uh, I haven't seen enough of them, but I've seen things. So I understand where they don't want to give up on him, but I wouldn't give him a free pass either. Uh, in other words, you're our starter no matter what. I wouldn't do that. 
again, coming with courage is the ability to deal with adversity. You have to understand that that comes with it. There should be a healthy competition. They said that the last time it really wasn't a healthy competition. Uh, I, I'd like to see one. And if Mason Rudolph can be assured that he would get one, then I would try to sign him back. And I still would have room for another free agent. But it wouldn't be anyone, um, you know, I understand Ryan Tannehill's name keeps coming up because of his attachment to um, uh, Arthur Smith, but I'd look elsewhere. Um, and there are a number of free agent people out there they can bring in just in case. But it, it would not be, okay, Kenny, you're our number one. I wouldn't do that. I would say, Kenny, you come in here, you're going to get every sh- every shot, so is Mason Rudolph. I would go in that direction. Now, as far as Fields is concerned, I said this earlier, you'd hate to be in a situation where you pass on something that normally is not available to you. Very seldom do you get a chance to uh, acquire by trade a 24-year-old, keep in mind he's younger than Pickett, a 24-year-old who's already put up the kinds of um, numbers that he has. Last year he had back-to-back four-touchdown games. Uh, He also makes a lot of turnovers. There's no question about that. That's a problem for him. He has to reduce that. But as far as intriguing talent, if you can bring an intriguing talent in here for a third-round pick, second-round pick even, I would do that. I would do that. Just because I, I see things in him that I really like. And in a system where you have a really good run game and a defense that could help all these things, Chicago didn't have any of that. But again, if you do that, you're obligated, in, at least in my way of thinking, of starting him. you know. And Kenny Pickett won't like that. They may not like that because you can't develop a guy sitting on a bench, as we found out with Mason Rudolph. So if that trade is made, it's, it's to bring him in as the starter. And you'd have to do that because you have to pick up his option the next year. You wouldn't trade him with the thought of, I'm not going to bring him back next year. That would be wasteful. So that has to happen. And would I be disappointed with that? No. I want more competition in that position. I want more depth at that position. And I want more youth at that position. So he checks a lot of those boxes. Let's go to Ryan in New Jersey. What's up, Ryan? How are you? Hey, Bob. Plenty of time to talk about football, but I have to say that last caller and what you just said about Pickett, I think the entire town's tiptoeing around the tulips when it comes to Pickett. Um, I, I don't think I've in 45 years I've never seen a quarterback more scared in the pocket than Pickett. And nobody wants to say it, but that's the reality. No, <laughs> I, I think we've, we've all said that's it. It's been a big problem with him yeah. that he turns away from everything and then he loses yeah. sight of the field. I think it's a business decision, to be honest. I think I said this to you about a year ago. I think every quarterback wants to make 250 to $500 million now, and the way to do that is to stay on the field so you don't stand in. And that's, and I think and he's actually shot himself in the foot because of it. Because, you know, if you don't throw, if you're not throwing for 25, 28 touchdowns a year, you're not going to get signed. So I, I, I don't, I don't, at this point, I don't know what they're going to do. But uh, I, I called about the Pens, of course, and uh, I actually think Jake Gensel made his decision to get traded. Because from what, and this is just reading the tea leaves, um, when Latang and Malkin signed and they took a reduction in pay, Jake Gensel can't get seven or eight years at ten or eleven million dollars a year. I don't think that was ever on the table, and I think why they've acknowledged that Crosby has kind of tacitly approved Gensel being traded because they're all on the same page when it comes to discounts or reduced salaries. And if Gensel and I totally understand why he's 30 years old, he's gotten banged up a ton. If he wants to make $85, $90 million on a contract, more power to him. But they definitely should trade him at that point because he can't, you can't do that. You can't give him that much money for that term where they're at as an organization. No, so, especially if they're not going to trade anyone else of the elite right. players. What in the world are you doing then? You're going to be so stacked heavy with all these contracts, you can't do anything. And I think uh, Dubas, and he's a smart guy, and he tipped his hand. I think he acknowledged the other day in his press conference, his most valuable trade chip right now is Tristan Jari. So he's had a goalie star of league. 
I don't want to trade Jari because, honestly, the guy's putting up Vesna-class numbers. He really is. It's just this team can't score. I, I, I ran it about this a couple weeks ago. They And I see Malkin has become the Twitter-hated person now. All the, all the hills are because Malkin stinks now. He's over the hill. Well, Malkin is one of the most key players in Penn's history. The second line is what made that team click. And he still sets up guys. He's got nobody to finish most of the time. Drew O'Connor had a couple had a nice goal that he didn't set up. But, I mean, this is just not – they need, you know, a second line. That's really what's missing. So Dubas can work the phones. If he can get a few hockey trades, if he can move, you know, a Raquel or a Riley Smith has to go. I mean, he, he's unhappy. Yeah, but you'd be trading here. low with him. I don't know what you're going to get unless Vegas wants him back because they seem to like him well, out there. Would, I thought he was a free agent this year at UFA, but he's not. He's under contract again for right. $5 million next year. You can't keep him. So no, and they have too many of those kinds of players. I think Raquel's been a disappointment and not worth the money. I think Brian Rust, I would have not signed him. I would have created I money. I know. I get get it. But listen, to to support your point here, Ryan, listen what they have now. If you look at what today's uh, practice revealed, is that uh, Emil Benstrom is going to be on a third line along with Phillips, two guys they've just picked up basically. Jansen Harkins. They have all these guys who they're just trying to plug spots because they're getting no production down below. But the problem is. If their power play was operating where you thought it might be, it would take a lot of the pressure. This is just like the Steeler defense getting exposed because their offense can't score. Well, same thing holds true here. Their their power play is killing the rest of the team because if you don't score on the power play, you're next to last in its production, then everybody else better pick up the slack, and they're not capable. Well, Bob, you know, a power play has guys with certain functions, not not stars. I mean, everyone – thinks like, you know, it's 1992 where the Pens had all stars on power play. Yeah, but Kevin Stevens is getting his butt kicked in front of the net. You know, they don't have the Kunitz. They don't have the Horquist. They don't have anybody to get in the box. And every team knows it. That's why they're passing up top. Give it to them. They don't get shot through. Why change your approach when you know if you give it to the Pens, they're going to, like, hamstring themselves? Gotcha. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. Always good to hear from you in New Jersey. Let's go to Pat in Seven Springs before we go to a commercial break. What's up, Pat? Hey, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to talk briefly about uh, one thing, Pickett. Do you think – that the Steelers would have actually lost by as much as they did if he started against Buffalo because I don't. Well, here's don't one of the in, no. Here's ball. one of the intriguing things, Pat, about that game. And and I thought the one and only opportunity Pickett got without um, Canada, he played his best game of his career. And at least that's it, right. to me. It looked like his best game of his career from start to finish. And then he got right. injured again, and that's also a problem. But, I just have to think he'd been licking his lips on the sideline because even before half, I was thinking. Oh wow, maybe they should put in Pickett just for a little bit of a spark. I don't know what you think about that. Anyway, I wanted to hit real quick on Ken Palm. Why is he holding Pitt hostage? Why is Joe Lenardi holding the ACC hostage? What is going on? We were told last year the Big Twelve is so much better, and then Pitt goes and beats Iowa State in the tournament, and then they, you know what I mean? Like, what is going on there? I don't think the ACC has as much uh, juice as some of these other conferences. But don't they have two teams in the top ten? Yeah, it's the normal suspects, yes. But I mean, okay. If if and I'm not going to base everything on Pitt beating Iowa State last year. It was a nice win for everything. I do agree they should be in a better position than they are based on what they've done. When you get road wins the way they've gotten them this year, and some of the games they've played, which I think are impressive, especially on the road, they should be in a better spot. But you know, but all I hear is Mountain West, Mountain West. 
What wow. have they done in the tournaments? I've never seen it. When's the last time a Mountain West team even made the finals? I don't know. I'd have to see. It's just, it's just you know what I'm hoping for, Pat? This is what I'm hoping for. The uh, Duquesne, once again, will host the NCAA tournament here at first two rounds in Pittsburgh, right? Right. I want to see Pitt get in this field and somehow, because they like to keep things geographic, you know, geographical friendly for people to travel, whatever, have Pitt play here. Do you think the- they can make a run, Bob? Do you think they can make a Sweet 16 run? I don't know. I don't know that far. I'm just talking about making the tournament and not having to go through Dayton in a play-in possibly. I'm talking about being somewhere in there where they can actually have a chance to play here. Uh, and I don't right. care that it's in Pittsburgh, but it's at a place they don't play, which is PPG Paints Arena. You try to increase crowd you know, um, opportunities with local people so they don't have to travel all over the country to follow their teams. That would make sense to me. But for, me that, for that to happen, Pitt has got to beat Clemson next Tuesday. And they can't lose more than one game the rest of the way. If they go into the ACC tournament that way, they'll get a double bye. They'll be able to, you know, who knows where that can take them. But, you know. One more quick thing, Bob. When do you think Skeens is going to come up? Uh, 2025. 2025? <laughs> I don't know. They, they seem not to be willing to just, I don't know. It all depends on what he does in AAA and their hesitancy to bring people up quickly makes me think that they won't even do it this year. I'm hope that's Bob, wrong. Starting a decent starting rotation this year, they'd be fighting for a wild card spot. But but he 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 also he also pitched last year in double. You know, say what you want. Double A, triple A is far better than anything he saw in college, and so you have to learn some things. I get all that. Okay, but you know you know the minor leagues. They've been struggling a little bit since COVID. I mean. You don't know the talent. That's okay, so when down there. I mean, I would like to see him to start the season. If you're asking me, I would like to see that. If he shows me anything in his training camp, I would, I would. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that for for uh, you know long term control issues, all of that. I get it. So wh- when do you think he'll be up? Let's say they get I off to a good be, start, I and think- these two guys they brought in are doing well, and they add uh, you know Brew Baker to the. There's they won't find the need. You know what I'm saying? I Unless he's lights out. It's so sketchy that he might get a chance in the first three months. And look at, but also look at the NL Central. Isn't this this the weakest it's ever been? Yes, that's why I think they should go out and trade or, or sign for some of these free agents. Everybody thinks mm-hmm. I'm crazy when I say Blake but Snell. Go money? out and sign Blake they Snell. They have, have the money to do that. Why wouldn't you do that? I give a little shock treatment Blake to the Snell? to the fan base here. Yeah, but you think Nutting has the money to sign Blake Snell yes, for a mega deal? It, yes. Okay. He, if he okay. wants to, sure he can. Even if you give him $30 million a year, what does that take this this roster payroll to? Just uh, barely over $100 million. For the Pirates, $30 million a year is... Well, I you're, mean, you're conditioned to think that, Pat. Everyone is because they never do it. And they tell you that they can't. Well, they I'm can. Just, I'm just it's saying, a choice. I, I realize he's got money, but he's not George Steinbrenner. But he's, he's a not. billionaire who can make these choices if he wants to. There's yeah, no limitation yeah, yeah. on what you should or could do. You can do whatever right. you want to do. Yeah, you, you can. You can. And, and just right. to your point is this division looks to me weak. If it's weak and you can make a play or two to put yourself, why wouldn't you do that? Right. No. Yeah, I agree with you. The valuation of the franchise will make it so easy. All these guys, they buy at a low price. You can sell at a big price if you want to. There's no reason. I'm sorry, Pat. I didn't mean to get off on this tangent. I, I'm i hoping no, Skeens is up. You, to answer oh, your like original question, like, I hope Skeens is up by fan. June. I want if if I would I would start Skeens up here sooner if he shows me anything by June. That's what I would think. But would you be surprised? Miles per hour. Who else is throwing that on? Yeah, the but you you also have to put it. You also have to put it over the plate, and you can't be wild with it. We'll right. see. Right. I'm going to see what he does early on. We'll go from there. Well, Thanks, Bob, Pat. <laughs> I got to go to a break. Two with the bat. He's got a bat too. 
<laughs> yeah, he does. I did, like, I saw a couple college highlights. He's, uh, in college, he was launching some balls out of the park. Well, he's, I mean, he's got to make sure that he keeps the ball in the park and, and, and does what he has to do. Thanks, Pat, for the call. I'm up against it. I went way over. Sorry about that, Joe. I went through your stop sign just like a pirate base runner going through a stop sign at third base. Brennan and Cranberry, hang on. We'll get to you when we come back right here on the Bob Pompeyani Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we're back. Rounding third, heading home. I went through one red light. I won't do it again, but Brennan and Cranberry joins us right now. Brennan, what's up? Hey, Bob. How's it going? Good. What's on today? Hey, I just wanted to respond to a previous caller about uh, Pitt and the bubble and all that. Um, first of all, one of his questions was, when was the last time a Mountain West team uh, made the finals? Literally last year, San Diego State lost to UConn. Um, second That's right. Thank you for refreshing my memory. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yep, I'm a Pitt fan. I love Pitt. I want them to make it. I think they should be in a better position than they are, but it's all about the non-conference schedule. I mean, the committee has to look at the wide variety of the schedule from season start to season end. And, you know, obviously Pitt's had some good wins recently, but their non-conference was so bad. I mean, they lost to a bad Missouri team who's close to last in the SEC. They didn't beat anyone. I mean, we thought West Virginia would be a decent win, and they're terrible, too. They beat a bunch of, you know, no-name teams. Um, I think that's just where they're at at this point um and then thirdly speaking i'd love to see pitt play in pittsburgh but i don't think that's going to happen they, they give uh the region favorability to the higher ranked teams, so that would almost be a pipe dream i think but anyway i'll hang up and well, what, well let me ask you what do you think they're going to do the rest of the way then brennan do you think they have a chance if they beat clemson and lose only one of their final five? Oh, i think they definitely have a chance but i obviously i think they need to make some noise in the ACC tournament um I think the problem with them is they have a lot of teams to climb over at this point, not necessarily what they, they do or they won't do, but there's just a lot of teams in front of them. 
Yeah, no question about that. But it starts today, one game at a time. They got to get back on the winning track. And the one thing that concerns me about them is the lack of an inside game when needed. You know, um, Federico will give you some uh, rebounds or whatever, and and he's good at that. But when they need scoring from the inside, when their outside gets cold like it did the other night, then then you got some issues. Yep. All right, Matt. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Appreciate it. 412-928-9370. So, bottom line is, Penguins-Flyers tomorrow, big game. They got to win the game. Flyers are are playing well. You know, this is supposed to be a rebuild for them, and John Tortorella has made them realize that they still can compete. Um, And we'll see what the Penguins do in that. They they really have a predicament here. They have basically two weeks to try to figure out what they're going to do before the trade deadline, the Penguins and Kyle Dubas. Uh, will he be able to make a move for Gensel? If not, can he sign him? If he doesn't do that, then what? Uh, you go you go with an unknown situation knowing that he's at the end of a contract. Again, I believe there will be some sort of little bit of a bidding situation going on for Gensel, even if the team that acquires him isn't looking to sign him long term. He can make a difference right now for a team. Everyone wants to win. It's tough to win. There are no elite teams in the NHL, in my view. There are some better ones than others, but nobody can be assured of winning a, a single round. Uh, you know, eight seeds often beat one seeds. I can see that happening all the way through this kind of thing. So it's tough. If you believe that he's the kind of guy who can put you over the hump, score big goals at big times, and he's proven to do that, I think the Penguins could get something for him. We'll see how it goes. But they can help themselves by just keep winning, and they have some games in hand. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. I want to tell you about fan weather because it's brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today it's going to get better. Sunny's 36 for the high. Tonight, low of 18. Cold tomorrow, becoming cloudy. High of 46, and temperatures rise throughout the week. Thank you to PNC Bank. Thank you to Number One Cochrane. Thank you to Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Thank you to Ireland Contracting. And thank you to Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. But most of all, thanks for you. I appreciate your calls. Always love talking sports with you on Saturday from 11 to 1. Joel Nelson always riding the hot seat here. Thank you for your help and expertise. And coming up, it's Pirate Baseball. Hank Davis batting third and catching. And then later today, Pitt and Virginia Tech. Right here on your home for Panthers and Pirates. It's 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.